Yeah, thank, thank you very much for uh, being here. And uh, uh, thanks to Asia and the staff here at the Bunnell. I've been coming to Homer since we came to Alaska in 71. I've probably been here over 100 times. And so I feel like it's a little bit of homecoming coming back here. And I've had uh, two or three shows here at the Bunnell, and I your support, very gracious. Uh, I tried running a gallery with Julie conned me into it a couple of times with the Decker Morris Gallery and the International Gallery. And we spent about 15 years doing that. So I've seen the gallery thing uh, from both sides as an artist and as a gallery manager, co-manager. Uh, although Julie, I know how difficult it is and how challenging it can be and how difficult it can be sometimes working with artists like myself. And so uh, I don't ever take it for granted. Uh, I don't, statement about the show I think kind of speaks for itself. If you, artist statements are notoriously ridiculous. And so <laughs> I try not to add to that or with my artist statement. <laughs> and I don't know that anybody uh, takes much effort to read them, but I, it will help you understand where I'm coming from with this a little bit. I think uh, I like to take photographs. I like uh, drawing. I, uh, my main focus has been drawing probably more than anything else in uh, my so-called career. I started off in Wisconsin and uh, in uh, undergraduate work, I was doing big woodcuts, like six foot woodcuts and doing a lot of carving like that, which is where the kind of carving comes in. And I won a little award for a woodcut. And I think it was a great encouragement to me at the time as a student. You know, you don't expect to get anything when you're a student. So boost. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, you think, well, hey, you know, maybe I can do something after all. But that's the drawing and the wood carving and the painting. It's, you know, it seems kind of all over the place. Uh, I was just saying uh, that uh, I applied for a Rasmussen grant at one time, and I had been working in all the different media for about 40 years. And uh, I got rejected, which is, you know, part of it. And but they said, "Do you want any feedback on on the, from the jurors?" And I said, "Well, sure. You know, I'd like to hear what they had to say." And the comment was, "So I thought, well, no, and <laughs> probably so." But uh, it didn't turn out that way. But it's kind of funny. And sometimes it's a problem putting a show together because it unified. It seems kind of scattered, you know, uh, scatterbrained, maybe, you know. But I just can't worry about it because that's. Can't, can't help myself. This is what I do. And to have, to have the freedom to just do what you want is a luxury. You know, I don't, I'm in a 
position of my life where I don't have to care sell something, although it's always wonderful, but I don't have to rely on it, and I don't I can take risks and I can uh, fail, and uh, you know not get completely uh, bent out of shape over it. So uh, you know what you see is what I am, kind of all over the place, and uh, I love the expanses of. Alaska, like we saw yesterday in uh, Homer, and every day in Homer for that matter, I guess. And but I also like the the ground beneath my feet, you know, and I'm beach walking, and uh, the trail uh, pieces uh, represent uh, some of them. The drawing, I think, uh, and I spent a lot of time with drawing. I taught drawing at the university for time. And uh, I, I always come back to it. I, uh, I'm always drawn to it, drawn to it, intended. Uh, but, uh, but then the, the painting uh, tempts me again, and the sculpture tempts me again. And photography, just, you know, bring them to the little Kodak place on the corner <laughs> and wait a week to see what you got. So it's been a tremendous. Uh, Factor it, you know what you could photography, but you know it still makes it harder maybe to excel. Uh, I don't. Do you have any questions before I ramble on? There's a couple of things I'll read. I don't want to bore you to death, but there's a couple of things. I'll, they're short, I promise. And then uh, if you don't have any questions, I'll just get that. Don't let this scare you. I'm not going to read all this stuff. I was giving a talk in uh, Fairbanks, and they asked me to talk. I created a show, and they wanted me to make a little presentation. And I put, you know, the old slide trays together to, of my work, and I had an artist come up and look in the tray. And I said, you know, what's up? And he said, I, I wanted to see how many we have to add. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for that. <laughs> I gave another talk at this venue, and this young man came up to me, and he said, uh, you know, as a slide projector, carousel, and he said, dude, that's a really old projector. And I said, I know, but, you know, it still works, and I kind of like it, you know, projects. And he goes, dude, that's a really old projector. <laughs> And there's one more talk story. It was in uh, uh, Valdez, and they asked me to give a talk. And uh, two people showed up that were not on the staff, and I started to talk about my work like this, and they walked out. Like, <laughs> 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 <They> well, <go, "Whoa." laughs> you don't have to worry about getting a big head if you're in the art world. Um, this was an artist statement I wrote for um, another show and uh, as a poem to kind of get out of the uh, rut of writing uh, the traditional artist statement. But I think it's relevant to uh, what's here. Uh, I always have a dog with me on my 
walks through Alaska and I'd just be lost without that. So it refers to that. It's just six lines. Uh, Uh, what it has to do with is I notice one day when I'm walking on the trails and I get to certain places, I remember the old dogs that I had, you know, in those places, and there's always a nostalgia to it. And, and it made me realize that I have this romantic association with certain places and the dogs that I remembered. Anyway, this is it. It's called Undercover. Fissures in old snows sped by sons of spring, surrender their guarded bones and stones to kinder days. Moose's tooth, rabbit ribs, broken branches, feathers, stems, from tears of ice the frozen artifacts appear. I, in passing, recognize the benchmarks old and contemplate how many dogs ago. Uh, and this one is related also. Uh, for a short time, I had three dogs because one was aging and I had to have another one before I let this guy go. And it's called uh, Walking the Dogs in Spring. Campbell Creek pours fast but thin as stubborn platelets of ice stick to tufted grass. Winter's trail has shifted to summer paths around the broken birch and frozen year-old green is mixed now with the very young. The black dog, newer than the winter's wash, winds aimless, tireless, up hills and back, to creek and back. And at the water, the shepherd, middle-aged, looks at the black reflection of her former self. The third, an old one, marches straight, back legs stiff, unsure, stopping too long at rock in my life. Generations overlap, lives cross through fleeting time and space. The four of us experience the spring and the seasons of our lives as melting snows of spring pass to wind and sun. And this one uh, is related to what I was talking about with the galleries. We had the Decker Morris Gallery and the Performing Arts Center. And uh, this also has to do with animals. And the, it, there were always pigeons that roosted above the pack there. And it uh, bothered people because there was pigeon poop on the pack. And so they decided one day to come with power hoses and get rid of them. And this is what I wrote. I don't, it bothered me and seemed to bother no one else. It's, uh, I couldn't quite understand it. It's called Men with Hoses. They're getting rid of pigeons on the building roof today. They're blasting them with water and chasing them away. They're killing all the pigeons this sunny afternoon. There are too many pigeons that come here every day. An injured pigeon sits alone beside our business door. Her eyes are closed, she's hiding, and her wings are red with blood. She escaped extermination, survived the sudden flood, but she's one less messy pigeon on the building roof today. I called the very people who care for things like birds. Pigeons are too messy is all they had to say. 
Someone could come and get her and see she's put to sleep. No one cares for pigeons. They see them every day. They're getting rid of pigeons on the building roof today. Safety's not in numbers, no matter what they say. Pigeons are like people in that there are too many until the men with hoses come and then there won't be any. Uh, can you take a couple more? What are you going to say right yeah. now? Uh, this, Julie had a, the freeze project on the uh, uh, park strip in downtown Anchorage. Uh, I know she's my daughter, but I, I thought it was great. And uh, there were artists from around the state and around the world who came to do these installations, and it was wonderful. Uh, I had nothing to do with it except I enjoyed it, but she asked me to read something. And so it was freezing cold below zero, and I was out on the park strip, and they gave me a megaphone, you know, one of those powered ones that, to scream this poem <laughs> out at the wilderness. And uh, there was hardly anybody there, and I found myself out on the park strip amongst this uh, interesting art, uh, uh, reciting my poem uh, to the air, and maybe two people listening. Uh, but uh, it meant a lot to me at the time. Uh, it has to do, I don't do political things usually. That last one was a little political. Um, but it was right after the Fort Hood shooting in Texas and was the anniversary of the Columbine um, massacre. Uh, and this is what I wrote for it with the Freeze Project. Freeze. Put your hands up. Raise your arms to welcome the warmth of hope. On this eve of longed-for change, the rays of the winter sun foretell not darkness, but the presage of an inevitable spring. As the cold wars and barren hearts of winter's past give way under the healing alpenglow, we tread on the blackened ice to sow some seeds beneath. We walk today among the first art of our new time, the crusted mounds of block and cone, Cadillacs of thought. There were Cadillacs frozen in the ice in this one artist's installation, believe it or not. Encase the spirits of their creators. Briefly, the teasing light of dawn and the slimmer shafts of twilight will illuminate the art, but with time spill its end. It will only be it will be here only now. Freeze, put your hands up, em embrace the glare and beckon the burgeoning brightness. Replace the bitter shards of our lesser selves spent in battles never won with the arms of our better angels forged with love. Drop your gun. And finally, uh, when I don't know what kind of upbringing you had, I'm sure it was great, but where I come from, you never draw attention to yourself. Don't brag about anything. Don't say you're an artist. 
Don't show your work and point at it, blah, blah, blah. Don't give an artist talk, for God's sake. Uh, but then I discovered going through life that this doesn't make any sense. You know, the art, what are the arts? They're look at me experiences, right? I can play, I can dance, I can draw. You know, that's what, it, that's it. You know, it's like, hey, you know, what do you think? And so you put yourself out there for better or for worse. And so thinking about this sense of uh, self-promotion, I wrote this. Uh, my wife is my self-appointed guardian of this braggadocia, and she lets me know when I've gone too far. <laughs> but aside from that, uh, this is what I wrote. I am an artist. I draw the unseen, see the unknown, find promise where failure reigns, read signs with no directions. I stay inside the lines, but think outside the box, march to the syncopated rhythm of an offbeat mind, march to the syncopated rhythm of an offbeat mind. <laughs> I make art sifted from the cosmic dust, turn planes to hues, to blues, to, to tears. I add soul to space and in the crevices of empty rooms, I add presence. I conjure, build and ruin, tear, repair, fuss and fashion, fuse, deconstruct, erase and error, repeat the same mistakes, the same mistakes. I turn one thing into another, then into another. Reveal the nakedness of form, posing alone on a stage set with doubt. Defying the arrows of distaste to give life to stone and blood to bone. My life is in pictures, books with pages out of order. I find not the devil in details, but find details in devilish ways. I ask for questions and critique the critics. My lungs fill with the air of success and gasp from failure. My hands trace the recollection of lines gone, long gone. My voice is heard in the silence of my vision. I rage against normality in a realm of loves and hate. See the planet through a microscopic lens and seek the muse which hides when called but appears fleetingly in the twilight of my night. In dissonance, I hear music, poetry in a list of letters. I move to the music of a beating heart, breaths of wind, the cosmic clock. I tread on planes less traveled with climbs and sudden stops, an aimless trail destined for failure. My fate is to be unfinished trying to make the best, making the best of it. I aim to please an audience of none, stand bare against a canvas of mocking white banality, craving to create and needing to care. I am an artist. My voice echoes through my isolation, my hands ringing in the last drops of color, brushed and scraped and knifed into a tangled image of pride. Look at me. That's it. Thank you.
I'm glad that's over. <laughs> Thanks for coming. I'm glad it's recorded. Yeah, yeah. me too.